The following has been recorded at Cairn University. Any reproduction of this recording without the express permission of the university is prohibited. Thank you for having me. It's uh, really good to be here. One thing for certain, this year is like no other. Can anyone say amen to that? <laughs> it is like no other. And, you know, I think about, we think about COVID-19, we think about racial and social unrest, you know, um, we think about the elections, and then and the holidays are coming up. There is just so much, and it's, there's a weight, and we're carrying that weight. And it reminds me of an experience that I had over 30 years ago when I was a student studying in Taiwan, where we had some groups of students that went snorkeling. And it was during monsoon season. And so we're all snorkeling together. It's a beautiful day. And then the skies just opened up and it felt like someone was dumping buckets of water out. So there was wind, there was torrential rain, there was an undertow, and there were three of us that were kind of swimming together. There were several groups of students, and there were three of us that were together. And coming up, trying to come up for air, and really, it was really hard to get air because of all the water that was, the deluge of water that was coming at us. Um, and the one, there was one other, there was a guy and another um, friend of mine, and so the three of us were swimming, and unbeknownst to me, he was taking a, the brunt of um, what we were facing with the currents and like hitting against the rocks. And so eventually, you know, we came up, tried to get air, we looked towards the shore, we tried to keep our eye towards the shore, and eventually, we did make it to the shore. Um, but when we got there, shortly after, the skies opened and the sun came back out. But for us, we were so shaken. Like we, we could barely catch our breath and it was hard to adjust, even though we knew we were on shore and it was safe. And I feel like this year sometimes feels like we've been faced and hit with monsoon after monsoon, after monsoon. And it's important that we recognize that, that we're in this space where, you know, if, even if you think of a sponge that's submersed in water, even if it's only 50% submersed, that water is seeping up to the top. And so you start to reach a saturation point where it feels like it's hard to take anything else in. And so part of the reason I wanted to talk about that is sometimes we can get so ingrained and so involved in our schedules that we keep, we don't rest. We, we say, rest? What's that? I'm too busy to rest. Um, there's a song by Stevie Wonder that's called I'll Be Loving You Always. And he said that some of life's troubles can, can make us feel at times that we wished we were born in another time or place. And then he goes on to say that God knew exactly where he wanted you to be placed. And, and that's why I chose that passage of scripture. Like, 
it, it was no surprise to God that in 2020 we would be facing all of the things that we're facing right now. You know, they, these, you've probably heard that saying, has it ever occurred to you that nothing ever occurs to God? So he chose you, he chose me, he chose everyone that's a part of this caring community to be present at this time and to happily seek after him in this time for the things that we need of him. Um, you know, you think about stress, right? You have your regular responsibilities and everything else that's going on in the backdrop. And stress can take a lot out of us. Um, and I don't know how many of you, are, there's, there's two kinds of stress, right? There's stress that is considered you stress. And what you stress is, it's something that you've signed up for. So all of you signed up to do an academic program here. You chose your major. You signed up for that. Um, sometimes if you are engaged in a particularly intense physical regimen, you've signed up for that. So you, in signing up for that, you prepare yourself a certain way. You stay nourished, you stay hydrated, you get enough rest because you know for this 90-day period, you're going to be involved in some intense academic physical exercise. Distress, on the other hand, is when we're faced with things that we did not sign up for. And that can be overwhelming. And we have to keep that. And who signed up for COVID-19 in a global pandemic? None of us. And we have to keep that. Who signed up for all of the unrest we're having in our country around race and um, injustice? And yet here we are, and God knew that each of us would be born in this time and here at this time. So, and what is he wanting from us in this? Um, we think about rest, and I think about Sabbath rest. And Sabbath rest means to cease or to stop. We need to take time to, to pause from the things that we're engaged in and really be reminded of who God is, who we are in relationship to him, how he views us, how he views the people in our lives, and how do we connect with him in meaningful ways. Um, some of you may be familiar with the book Emotionally Healthy Spirituality by Pete Scazzaro, and he uses an example in that book about a group in the 1800s that was trying to travel from one side of the United States to, to the West Coast. And their goal was to reach their destination before the winter storms and the cold set in. And as they were in this process and in, in this journey, um, there, there was a schism that developed between two groups within the camp. And one group was really worried that they wouldn't make it to California, to the West Coast, before the storms hit. And said, and they took umbrage with the group that wanted to stop on Sundays for the Sabbath. So what they decided was that they would split. And one group said, we're gonna travel seven days because we wanna get there and we are not gonna take any chances. 
The other group said, you do that. We're going to stop on Sundays, have time to worship, have time to connect with our families, and time to rest. And the group that decided they were not going to observe the Sabbath said, well, we'll see you when you get there. Well, not only did the group that stopped for the Sabbath get there first, the, the way that they got there in community was very different. You know, and the, dif the difference was that the families had time to connect and to rest and be present with one another. The horses had time to rest so that they were strengthened for the journey. Um, child the children had a chance to play and, and just enjoy um, the beauty of God's earth and, and being with people that they cared about. The other group did not fare as well. There was huge discord and unrest between families, and um, they actually arrived after the first group. So there's a reason that God calls us to, to rest, and the reason that he put that principle into place for us to follow. Uh, Mark, in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, verses 30 to 33, we see an example with the apostles where the apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Then, because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he, Jesus, said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went by themselves in a boat to a solitary place, but many who saw them leaving recognized them and ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. And I wonder if some of you feel that way sometimes, that there's so little time for respite and for rest, that you're just squeezed between one thing after the other. And yet Jesus said, come with me to a quiet place to rest. That was an important invitation, and it's a reminder to, to us of what God is calling us to. Um, saying, I'm too busy to rest, we're too busy not to rest. Because a little can go a long way. So it's important to have that time to, to rest. And that rest is in Jesus, that how do I remember him and stay focused and anchored in him. So there's, I wanted to also share with you a passage from Psalms. Who knows, Psalms is the best prayer book ever around. We can bring all of our, our, the range of our emotions that we're feeling and pour it out to God and he can handle all of it. He doesn't say, you shouldn't feel that way. He knows what we're going through, you know, and, he, and he encourages us to, to teach us to number our days that we may apply ourselves to his wisdom. So what does that look like for us to do that? So Psalm 27.4, and I'd encourage you to go back and read the whole psalm. It's a wonderful psalm. But it says, one thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. 
to behold the beauty of the Lord. That means we need to take time to stop and see and reflect on God's goodness. What are some of the ways that you naturally connect with God? Everybody's different. You know, there are some of you who might get up at five o'clock in the morning and you spend an hour daily going through um, doing your Bible study. For some of you, that doesn't come, it doesn't come for you the same way, that connection with God. For some of you, it's out being out in nature. So how are you making time to actually get out and do a prayer walk, just to kind of be alone with God and to connect with him and remember why you're here and what your purpose is. Psalm 119, 18 says, open my eyes, Lord, that I may see wonderful things in your law. So, so often when things are heavy and busy in our lives, we take our eyes and our focus off of Jesus. And, you know, when I think back to that experience that I had in Taiwan, you know, coming up for air to breathe, banding together with my fellow students so that we could get to shore together and keeping our eye on the shore, those are some of the things that are helpful for us now. Who are the people in our life that we can count on no matter what, that'll remind us of the things that matter and to help remind us of what shore is. And I'll say, in this time we're in, sometimes it feels like the shore keeps being pushed out further and further. So it's important to remember what the shore really is for us as followers of Christ. It's something that can't be moved or, or shaken by external circumstances. It's an anchor and a hope that resides not in temples made by hands, but in temples made by God. You know, the, there's a principle as you look through scripture that if a purpose of, the purpose of a thing is not clearly understood, abuse is inevitable, inevitable. And by abuse, I mean abnormal use. So what does it look, what does observing the Sabbath, how is that taken to heart in your life? How are you incorporating Sabbath in your daily routine and in your weekly routine? And recognizing the weight of the things that you're carrying right now, that we're all carrying. And what is God's love requiring of you in response to the things that you're faced with? So I would encourage all of you to remember to breathe and decompress. What does that look like for you? To band together with people that you know care for you, have your back, are in your corner, and that will remind you of what the shore is and what safe harbor is. Um, and if you're not necessarily certain how you most connect with God naturally, I would encourage you to look at the spiritual pathways assessment and, and just kind and connect with, learn more about how you connect with God and to incorporate that, find ways to incorporate that into your, your daily experience.
So I want to thank you for being here today, and I'd like to close out our time in a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for how good you are. We thank you that you are not unfeeling. You know what we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis, and you care. Help us to be able to bring to you all of the things that we're faced with, the daily responsibilities, the holidays coming up, um, academics, when it just seems too hard to concentrate. Help us to say earlier in the process, Lord, I need you, rather than later. And we ask you, Lord, to help us see you, ourselves, and others from your point of view. Bless us to be a blessing and help us to walk in love. In Jesus' name, amen.